All right. It is September 7th. Holy shit. Um, who was I listening to? I was listening to some YouTube channel and it honestly hadn't dawned on me that uh, two thirds of 2020 have gone by. It's gone super by, uh, super by. It's gone by super fast and um, not in a pleasant way for any of us. So it took someone saying it out loud that the year is two thirds over for it to kind of dawn on me and for me to reflect on what's been going on because I've kind of started doing this weekly update kind of rambling thing and it's already I think two months in if not more of that and this year just seems to be spiraling out of control so I just kind of wanted to think back because it was let's see March April so we've lost one third of the year if not more to kind of this new norm that they call it with social distancing and just having to make all these extra precautions for COVID at home in the office and um, in all facets of our life like grocery stores shopping everything Um, and so after hearing that it was two-thirds of the year in the can and I don't even know if there's um, a, a sign of this letting up or if there's another wave even coming so I just kind of I was shocked but not shocked more just that it really and I'm sure everyone's feeling this I have zero sense of accomplishment this year um, well not zero I've been pushing and pushing to get some stuff done like I kept my my weight loss on track and that board that I posted on Instagram Facebook I can't remember if I tweeted it but just kind of the small goals because I don't have anything that's a huge goal left for this year but um, getting my weight down being able to run 5k making sure that I do this podcast on a weekly basis and a few other odds and ends like the basketball things kind of come to a screeching halt. I watch it still. Well, I watch old stuff still. And, um, but as far as like, even when I'm out at the public parks, there's just small groups or a person shooting around on each net and you can't engage in games. And that's kind of where I'm at now that I can run the 5k. Now that I've been shooting around, I feel like the next step is I need live competition and that's not going to happen so um yeah that's kind of hit a standstill so I'll have to figure out what I want to do a friend of mine was nice enough that the other day I was sitting at home and then he just sent me a text and all of a sudden he had left a uh I think 18 by 24 by something else for doing box jumps because I'd mentioned that my vertical is atrocious and so that was kind of fun. Well, box as fun as box shops can't. <laughs> and so I set that up on the back lawn and I unloaded with a bunch of those and uh, I'm super sore today, but it's it's what I need because I think last week I'd kind of told my tale of the uh, uh, me not being able to touch 10 feet again and having to get an ice scraper out to kind of pop the ball out when it got stuck up at the rim. So I'm... Um, did some research. I found kind of one foot and two foot programs that 
help build your vertical and it's working because and it's strange like my shoulders and my abs and stuff like that are sore and kind of my legs but not overly because I've been using them probably the most with running so I'll be curious see if I can add some inches back onto my legs after all these decades of being kind of sedate um what else has been going on uh I dove headlong into the game Among Us. A friend of ours had bought it for me as a Steam gift, and I wasn't sure what it was. And my only point of reference for it before, I can't remember if I've mentioned it before, but my only, like, there's games like Werewolf or Wolf Among Us. Um, The Battlestar Galacta board game was the same theme where you're one of you or two of you depending on how many there are are it's their job undercover to derail this crew it's a crew on a ship for the video game and it also is for the Battlestar Galactica board game so there's one or two of you that's kind of trying to just lie their way through it and pretend you're a helping member of this crew while um, sneakily kind of derailing it and it's a super fun I remember playing it years ago the Battlestar one and so Among Us is this same theme and I got it as a gift um, got it for my son and we played it a lot on the weekend like it's super fun and even I think our favorite because you don't if one of you if you're gaming beside each other or in same house if one of you gets the imposter, you don't want to even let on to the other person through like vocal cues, which is kind of neat because I'm assuming a lot of people game together doing this and they'll be on Discord or Skype kind of chatting together. And so it's a fun game. It's a bluffing game. I guess that's the best way to describe it because for the game, it calls you an imposter. And so you want to be like running around this ship pretending to kind of go to the stations and do the monotonous tasks of running this spaceship and uh, all in the meanwhile kind of either killing or sabotaging the ship and so it's super fun so the two of us played quite a bit of that on the weekend and the most fun game was when the two of us got the imposter role as it tells you ahead of time and so it was pretty funny we were both like yes and we kind of worked together and stuck together and made it look like the two of us were teaming up to be the good guys. And we actually won and were able to kill the crew off. But there weren't uh, your share of uh, kind of misadventures where I killed a guy, but then another guy walked in the room and witnessed it. So then he had to run after the guy and try and kill him. And it's it's super fun and kind of the strategy of trying to fool people or just, just to kind of like do it and stay stealthy that you aren't the imposter among them and so that was super fun I enjoyed it and it's kind of got my brain working I haven't run a jackbox night in quite a long time and so now it's kind of got me thinking about kind of work and friend things and what you can do to kind of keep your little communities alive and so jackbox was the other one among us is the same thing where you kind of get a room code and So you can have you and your friends all playing together or you can just go into a random um, room online and just play that way. Um, Love it. It's super fun. 
And so it's kind of reminds me of Jackbox where you can kind of set up the lobbies and that. But I think Jackbox, you would need Twitch um, for people to get access to the room codes. Unlike Among Us, where you can just post the game on the game itself and people will find you in a lobby there. And so it's got me thinking about other things that you can do kind of to maintain your social aspect while still being locked at home. And so other things now that I do um, family-wise is Terraria has become a thing again. Minecraft's become a thing again. Even something like the, the Civilization games, you can all take your turns at the same time against the computer so everyone kind of strategizes at the same time and kind of keeps things rolling and that was fun the civilization one and so it's neat and it's got me thinking about it again and kind of perusing what others have been doing to stay uh, tightly knit as a group and the other one that kind of popped in my mind is how some people on twitch have been doing uh, dungeons and dragons and pathfinder just role playing in general kind of stuff I don't know if I have the vocal description ability to do it completely through voice. I'm more of a Pathfinder guy where every bit of combat is on a map with the little miniatures. I know there are some software programs, but it seems pretty tedious if you're doing a whole group that or I'm just lazy. <laughs> so we'll see. I'm just kind of the wheels are spinning now after playing that Among Us and seeing how much fun it is to play. And that was just with two of us and like six strangers or eight strangers generally. And so it's piqued my my thinking again about just getting some stuff going. I do, like I'm back at the office, but not a lot of our core nerd group are. And so I've been motivated to kind of get things up and running again and just kind of finding stuff for us to do virtually. So I'll be doing that for a while kind of trying to figure it out not sure if I'll be streaming it I I do need to get back to Jackbox that has always been super fun Um, the trivia and the drawing has proven to be a um, a proven winner right and so we'll get back at it and who knows maybe I don't think it's very much for even like a Minecraft server or to have myself host the Terraria world and just maybe box my guy in so that everyone else can have access to it 24-7. We'll see how many people in my building have Steam and stuff like that. I think Minecraft would probably be more doable because I think it's an app now you can just get and attach as part of Windows 10. But like I said, I kind of this whole online community thing has kind of popped into my head and I want to move forward with it. I think it's worth it and it just keeps you in touch with some of the people that you haven't seen for, like I said, a third or more of the year as four months have flown by. What else has been going on? Like I said, I started doing the box jumps. Um, another thing that I learned, the temperature here has been falls approaching and it's just the weather's been weird. Uh, last night, I think it got down to two degrees Celsius. and But then the other day, it went back up to like 37. And so that landed on my run day. And after it being kind of cool for a while, I was able to run this between four and five kilometers that I run pretty much without a hitch. And then when I went on my run, when it was 36, 37 still, like it was keeping the heat well into the evening. And I wear one of those like 
straps around your chest to monitor heart rate. And I had to, I think two thirds of the way through, I had to take a break just because uh, my heart rate was way higher than usual. And so when I went this morning, it was probably eight degrees. So now you're talking about almost a 30 degree um, disparity between my last run and this one. And this one I ran between maybe five and six kilometers and I probably could have pushed even further. So as a new runner and I had started somewhere in the spring approaching summer, I'm learning that I really like when it's cool. I don't know how cold I wanted to get chatting with my friend that runs he says his thresholds minus 20 celsius so and I think last year I had attempted couch to 5k um in the fall like September October and then kind of quit when it got colder and so I never built up to the actual running the whole time so now that I can run 5k I'm curious and if the weather doesn't get too shitty too fast even though it's proven that the weather's dumped off i want to see if i can keep this a habit through the winter um i have the compression things for my upper legs and for my calves and then i have a set of leggings for my whole legs so i will be able to layer i will be able to handle temperature to a certain point and now that i've proven that i actually enjoy running when i'm not overheating I think this is going to be a fun journey. So as much as I don't like seeing fall kind of rolling in, I like this weather. I think this 18 to 22 range is pretty optimal for running. It's nice enough that I don't have to wear layers. Like this morning I had to wear a t-shirt and some kind of pullover because it was still eight when I went for my run. And so it's fun to kind of now seasonally see how running works because for a while there, it was, I think for a month almost, we were solid in the 30s and it was a pretty big slog to get, like the motivation was there, but it was just hard to keep getting out there every day, every other day and running. So I'll keep it up. I'll keep going. Um, but today was actually rather enjoyable. It was even another like two, three degrees warmer would have been like perfect. So I'll just have to find ways to layer up as it goes down. But I'm also super hopeful that we have another kind of swing up in the 20s. It's only early September. So I'm hoping for two more months before it starts kind of cracking below zero at night, even though we're getting frost warnings now. Um, The weather app on my phone actually has a warning saying that there's overnight frost warnings. So yippee (laughs) um what else has been going on yeah i'm not enjoying the fall i've usually make a routine of going through the news in the morning i'm turning a lot of that off i've a hundred i'm not even american i'm a hundred percent burnt out on the u.s presidential race i can't listen to any more crap it feels like all the major news sources down there are either pro-democrat or pro-republican uh, Republican. and so there isn't or at least aside from somebody like jimmy Dore, um young turks to a point but they're pretty left-leaning i'm having trouble finding an unbiased opinion on the american stuff and i feel like that style of 
um, journalism is seeping its way into Canada, and I really don't appreciate it. And one of the best ways of explaining it that I've heard now is everyone is treating politics and what they call their wings, like I'm left wing, I'm middle, I'm right wing, uh, or whether it's the name NDP, liberal, conservative, green. Everyone's treating these things as their favorite sports team. And it's super annoying. Like, no two people are going to be identical in how they view the world and what their wants and needs are as a person. And so I remember seeing at one point before, I think it was leading up to the first um, election in Canada where the Conservatives finally lost power and Trudeau and the Liberals took over. But one of the news sources, I think, had pretty much put out, instead of you just kind of being like, no, I'm conservative and this is why, there was actually a quiz. And I can't remember how many questions it was, but it actually got you to think about, instead of just flat out cheering for your party or having this this kind of very low resolution kind of view of your political thoughts and understandings or how you view these parties and think they how or think how they would apply to you it was just an exam and you said yes this matters to me no it doesn't kind of those or I don't care about it at all and you went through and answered those questions and at the end of this exam um, it would give you based on your answers you are actually um you line up with this party. And so if you were a very left-leaning, very socially conscious person, you would probably line up with Green or NDP. And if you were very like staunch um, or even like religious, um, I can't think of what other things they represent. I know pro-life was one of the questions. So depending on all these different things, it would this thing would almost tell you based on your beliefs and what you answered in these questions, this is who you should vote for coming up instead of just perpetually voting for the same party, no matter whether they're driving the bus off a bridge or whether they're do their turn to take over as the driver of the country, right? And so I hope there's more resources like that, Um, especially in Canada. I feel things are getting as turbulent up here as they are in the States. And I don't like seeing that. I do feel most people vote against their best, their best interests. And so it does take effort to become politically aware. I have, and I've completely changed my views on a lot of things and a lot of parties. And a lot of my views and opinions as I become more educated change. Like you don't have to dig your feet in and pick a party and that's your identity. I hate people treat it like their end all be all and you can change as a person you can grow up no one should keep the same views from when they're 18 to when they're 65 like your life changes you you have your priorities change and your political views should change also and what you want to see your country become as things go on so yeah I kind of went off the end there but I'm just I'm tired the states is out of control um and just it's two sides just constantly going at each other, whether they're a Biden person or if they're a Trump person. And sadly, with that country, I think people are even more dug in with their heels about their political orientation and they will not change. 
and with that country it's <clears throat> it's one or the other it's not like up here where you i think last election we had six parties running the bloc quebec i get is only in their province but when you take into account there was the conservatives the people's party who were the two far right wing bloc who just represented their own um, desires for that one province and then you had liberal ndp and green so it's out of control up here because then the vote gets split all over the place but people have choice and in the states where the more you learn it seems like democrat and republican are have a lot of identical agendas and democrats really haven't been for the people and it would have been nice to see bernie slide in there and actually get a chance there's a few others like aoc and a couple others that look to be more kind of people friendly is instead of the corporation friendly which has been the trend for maybe oh man probably since bush jr so yeah it's been a long slog i don't i know that obama brought in some form of health care but the, for that to be that big of a country and that important of a country to not even have health care it kind of dumbfounds me as a canadian to see that and just kind of how the drug corporations kind of they dictate and they can make people go broke if they need like even something as simple as insulin but <laughs> I'll, I'll get off my soapbox for now um and that kind of leads into the last thing that i've been <clears throat> pondering this week um back to school as a parent it's uh it's it's they still don't seem to have a hundred percent plan i've heard from some other areas in north america some other states some provinces um cases shooting back up again so i'm curious right like you want to know how will the delivery be um how many people are actually going to send their kids so will that alleviate the stress on the teachers which isn't fair right like if classrooms are chock full like 28 plus kids per teacher that's not really fair and if everyone showed up that would just be overload and also way more kids that you can't keep them at how do you keep a classroom of 30 kids six feet apart like it's not possible so i think i'm curious a i want to see how many people keep their kids home i'm opting to do that um we have found a company that actually rolls out through like every kid gets a laptop you watch your classes home everything's digital for the homework um you get time to work with the teachers online i'm not sure if it's through teams or skype or some other form but they've gone completely digital hands-off kids learn at home so i'm curious to see if that's the way of the future like i do think it is i'm not sure aside from like it would suck to see that like organized team and track and field and just some of the socializing in person dies. But even like since they closed school, what was it, five months ago, my kid's been fine. Like he's got his headset on and he's chatting away with people and he's even more worldly than I was as a kid. Like I hung out with the kids all summer during vacation with the kids down the block and he's chatting with people from kids around the world like eastern europe united states everywhere and so 
he's almost benefiting from it more than I would have when I was young, when there was no technology to kind of do it digitally. So I'm the only thing that scares me about the entire thing is I hope there's not a wave two. I hope that parents with sick kids keep them home um, until they're cleared because honestly it will take one kid going in there or even I guess there's some people that don't even show symptoms right but it would take one kid to pretty much shut a school down again and then like thank goodness we've signed up for the digital program but then what are all the people who don't like when I was chatting this about this with a friend what do we do with people that can't afford a laptop for their kid or don't have good internet for streaming in their neighborhood and just things I take for granted because I live in a live in a techie world right I'm a gamer I happen to have a laptop laying around when we needed one right and so it'll be interesting because I don't want to see wave two but I'm bracing for the worst and so we have the e-education it's going to start flying here tomorrow just kind of gradually learning I wiped the laptop for him so he's not going to just go on Steam and play video games all day (laughs) and um, we're going to try it out but I'm just going to keep my eye on the news like I think they said cases have gone up 25% just in the beginning of September so I don't know if that's a combination of schools opening up in North America and offices pushing harder for people to come back or just a mix of them both. Um, That's all I really got going on my brain today, and I'll chat with you later.